Welcome to the Ion Annapolis Local Business Spotlight. There are thousands of locally owned businesses in the area, some small and some large. Some you may know and others you don't. But one thing they all have in common is a great story, and we want to share it with you. Join us every Saturday as we talk to the founders, the owners, and the managers of local businesses you have come to know and love, and those you will come to know and love. Now here's your host, John Frenet, with this week's Local Business Spotlight. All right, we're sitting outside of Rise Up Coffee on a beautiful spring. I guess, no, we're probably officially almost summer summer now. Um, But we are here with... Tim Schnupp, who is the principal of a business that is not yet open, and I'm kind of excited about it, but it's called the Dink Saverna Park, right? Correct, correct. And actually, we're going through a rebrand phase. I should have told you that it's going to be rebranded as the Putaway. We ran into some trademark issues, um, so we're going to be rebranding under the Putaway of Saverna Park. Okay, well, then that begs the question is, what is a Dink and what is a Putaway? (laughs) Well, both are pickleball shots. We wanted the name of the company to elicit a direct tie to pickleball because it's such a new and growing sport. So the dink is a type of shot that you take at the net where you're kind of just lofting the ball right over the net into the area that is in front of the net on each side called the kitchen. So the point with the dink is that you really prevent your opponent from slamming the ball back in your face or putting making what is called a put-away shot, which is you're putting away the point or you're putting away the rally. Fair enough. Well, now how do we refer to it? Is it the put-away? The put-away, yes. Okay, so the put-away will be opening up in Severna Park, Millersville area, right? Correct, yep. And that's, you're in August. In August, yeah. It's, uh, it seems like it's so far away. Well, where are you going to be located? Uh, we are right on Naholes, which is at the end of Benfield. So if you go... Let's see, if you go west on Benfield and cross over the 97 exits, it stops at Naholes. And you make a left on Naholes, it's about a quarter mile down on the right. Okay. And you've answered a question for me without even realizing that. I've been here for 20-some-odd years, and I always thought, uh, Nagels or Nagels or something like that. So I'm assuming that a landlord or somebody at some point told you it was Nahole. Well, so, uh, <laughs> so my wife's Spanish, and so that's, that's I believe it's the correct, a correct pronunciation I, I, I will go with it. <laughs> Well, what is what is your background? I mean, you're opening up a pickleball facility, a big pickleball facility, the first pickleball facility here in Anne Arundel County. I mean, what's your background? What what got you into pickleball? So I kind of have a random background. Traditionally, I'm, I'm a pharmacist. I went to the University of Maryland School of Pharmacy and graduated in 2013. Practice at independent pharmacies for a couple of years, which is really what I wanted to do is open up my own independent only to kind of realize that there's it's it's a dying business and wanted to try something else. So I had the opportunity to get into the cannabis industry, and this is in 2017. I started one of the first quality control independent testing labs in Maryland called Atlantic Test Labs, which coincidentally is right down the street from the, the dink or the put-away. Okay. Um, so we started uh, one of the first labs in Maryland and grew that lab for about a year and a half and I realized the opportunity in the cannabis industry was really to make a a multi-state play. So I joined another group who had a lab in Maryland and then from 2019 to 2022 I helped them expand into three additional states. Oh wow. Um, So we went from Maryland, I opened up the lab in PA, opened another one in Florida and and New Jersey as well. So by the time I sold my equity out of that company, 
We had four labs across four states, 60-plus employees. Let's talk pickleball a little bit. Now, I have read all around the world that this is the fastest-growing participatory sport. I was corrected that soccer has now taken over NASCAR as far as a worldwide spectator sport. But pickleball is the fastest-growing sport, and it seems to have come out of nowhere, Yeah, in, at, least, at least from my perspective. Yeah, it really does. You know, I started playing pickleball um, back, I believe, in the beginning of 2022, and I, like most people, thought that you know it was a silly sport, had a silly name, and it was really reserved for for older folks like me. <laughs> you know, you don't you don't have you don't have to hide it. Okay, I get it. No, 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 no. Um, you know, he's giving me the side eye here. <laughs> I, I got gotcha. you. Okay, but uh, you know, I, I, my neighbor talked me into playing. There was a league in our local neighborhood it's called Kyle Yates Memorial Pickleball League and it was played at the uh the Shipley's Choice tennis facility and you know I really wanted to try to do something uh, outside of work and family and I tried it and got hooked like a lot of people do it's funny because when I work out at the Pitmoyer Rec Center, sometimes they'll have the pickleball court set up in yep. down down there in the gym and typically when I go in the morning you sit there and see and, and I look down there and as I look at myself I realize that I don't think myself as old as I am. Uh, so I look down and I go, man, look at those old people down there doing it. And it seemed like an old person's type of a sport. But that's not the case. No, it is not. It is not. And, and as the sport continues to evolve, you'll see, uh, I, and you're seeing a lot younger uh, generation, the younger generation getting into it. Um, I was at my son's flag football game and one of the referees, I was wearing uh, the shirt, the Dink shirt. And he says, wait, are you opening that place at the end of, uh, at the end of Benfield? And I was like, yeah. And he said that he's a high school kid. They play in a mixed doubles tournament back behind the giant off of Veterans Highway every year. So it's... Did certain- it have an effect on the game? <laughs> no, 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 absolutely not. We didn't get any uh, favorable calls that game. <laughs> there you go. Well, I'll tell you, I mean, this is good for something all pretty much all physical levels. I mean, obviously you want to match. I mean, you don't want to match, you know, a 70-year-old guy doesn't want to match with a, you know, a 23-year-old. Well, well, actually, that's a really interesting thing. And I think it's one of the most beautiful components about pickleball is that you cannot look at a person and look at their physical appearance and tell how good of a pickleball player they are. I mean, I'll, I'll give you a, just a quick antidote. I, I played in a tournament with my neighbor and our first game was against a guy our age and what looked like to be his father. So he was in his 80s, had a knee brace on, and we kind of jokingly looked at each other and were like, hit it to the guy in the knee brace. And, man, they, they just punished us. <laughs> they, they absolutely they, – we walked away from that game very humble, <laughs> big dose of humility, and I think that's when I really realized how interesting the sport is. Um, you just – you can't tell – how good someone's going to be just by looking at them. That's awesome. And, and I mean, it can be as as active or as, I don't want to say inactive, because, I mean, it's an active sport, but it can be as ferocious or as non-ferocious as, as you want, right? Exactly, exactly. It can get, I've seen some pretty intense games for folks that are, that are more competitive, and I also see the folks that just like the social aspect. I mean, they like playing the game and they're competitive during the game. But it's more of a social, you know, it has a more social component. And that's one of the real big things that drew me to the sport and the business is the social component. Well, let's talk about specifically about the put away or uh, the dink. Formerly known as. Or formerly known as the dink. <laughs> You're like Prince. You're like the prince of, prince of the pickleball world there. But how big, what is this place going to look like when it's done? You know, our model is really going towards the the higher end and building out a higher end pickleball facility that um, 
people can enjoyably spend a lot of time at. So we went with a larger space. It's 23, almost 24,000 square feet. It's going to be seven indoor courts. And we put a lot of thought into how we are designing the space. So there's a lot of open areas, open seating areas. Uh, We're investing heavily in proper lighting, so tennis, pickleball-specific lighting, and then also acoustic absorption material. One of the big issues, and I didn't realize this until I started going around and playing in other facilities, is that you have these confined spaces, even though, albeit large, they're still walled in from ceiling to mm-hmm. and walls, and you just have noise bouncing off every single surface. And if you don't have some kind of sound deadening, deadening material, it just makes for a terrible experience. I couldn't, I've been in some facilities where you can't even hear your partner shout the score across the court. Oh, wow. That's funny. I was talking to... Um the owners of Chillaxes, uh, Chillaxes up in Crofton. Stacy, yeah, 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 yeah. And um, she was saying that they had a they had an issue initially because they're like right next door to a yoga studio. Ah, yeah. So yeah. that common wall, <laughs> thunk, thunk, thunk. It was, it was not not conducive to the yoga. No, it's not conducive to getting into that meditation zone. <laughs> true, true. So this is a I want to say a professional like a like a racquetball club or a tennis club along those lines. So I mean, this is you're going to have the amenities that are in there. I mean, you can shower and yes, exactly. We we wanted to have all the amenities, so it's going to be climate controlled. We have full bathrooms, changing rooms, showers for men and women. We have water stations. We have an, an open event area, dedicated space. So for folks that want to have private parties or corporate events, fundraising events, um, we're actually we're holding a fundraising event already this this fall for a local engineering firm that raises money for women in STEM scholarships. So we're really excited. The way that the facility is set up is you walk in in the middle, and then there are four courts to your left and three courts to your right. So they're going to reserve the four courts on the left, which also includes the 1,500 square feet of event space, and we'll have food and drinks, and hopefully they'll be able to raise a lot of money for their scholarships. That'll be fun. Now, is your member is it a membership thing or is it a pay go? I mean, is, do I need to be a member to be to play there, or do I have to? Can I just walk in and say, hey, here's you know, here's some money for for a court for an hour? <laughs> it's a great question. So it'll be both membership and open to the public. But you know, I think. The membership incentives will really encourage folks to sign up for the membership. So the memberships will get you priority access to all the court reservations, and we expect them to fill up pretty quick. And it'll also get you uh, discounted court fees and some other benefits with some of our, our partners. You'll have discounts on some of the merchandise and paddles, sure. clothing, apparel. Um, so the membership's pretty affordable. It's going to range anywhere from $50 a month up to, uh, I think it's 140 for the family memberships. And that'll also allow you to reserve courts seven days in advance. Whereas if you're a non-member, you can only reserve courts one day in advance. Okay. And, and I'm assuming that your actual court time is, is on top of the membership? Correct, correct. So the memberships will get you a, a reduced court reservation fees it's about 50 percent of what non-members would pay okay so if you pay if you play more than twice a month it's it's, it's going to pay for itself yeah. that's for sure uh how are you going to do that is that all going to be online reservations and stuff like that at, at some point yeah so we're using the number one software that's used for both tennis clubs and pickleball it's called court reserve oh, okay. and so folks can download the app it's pretty easy to use and they can go in they can reserve courts through the app they can make all their payments through the app. They can store all their information in the app. And then if they play at multiple f- clubs, they can also manage all of those clubs through a single app. 
I'm curious to you, you a native or not only you're a native of Saberna Park, but I mean you're a resident of certain parks or and I know I spoke with Sarah Aiken, who's down here in Annapolis, and she is like the pickleball ambassador, and she sure. just lives, breathes, eats, and bleeds pickleball. In talking with her, you would think that you know pickleball was more popular than cars in Annapolis, and obviously she's a good evangelist for it. But is the need? Do you find now you're in a different, somewhat of a different market? You're a little bit north of us. Is the market? Is it great? I mean, you, you're obviously done your research before you've you know started swinging hammers. Yeah, yeah, we did a lot of market research. Um, initially, I was looking at locations in the Annapolis area, and um, but yeah, going back to Sarah, I met Sarah Aiken, and she's she's fabulous. She introduced me to a lot of folks and helped me get a better understanding of of the overall landscape in the area. But I, if you go to any public court, whether it's Truxton in Annapolis or Cypress Creek in Severna Park or even Maga Vista over in Arnold you'll see that there is a need for more court space. I mean, I, I just went to Maga Vista on Sunday morning, and it was packed. It was packed. I mean, there was a, you had the wait to play on the courts, and there were, I believe, eight courts set up. So four, oh, wow. four people a court, uh, eight courts, 32 people, plus people waiting, and we got there at 8 o'clock. Okay, and that's in, that's in the summer, and you're screwed in the winter if it's a if it's a typical winter not like the one we just got out of but yeah that's kind of what sparked this whole business concept is uh, you know i was playing in this league and then it was in our fall league you know everything was winding up and we were all kind of looking at each other and we're like where the hell are we going to play in winter or even in the fall when it starts getting cold and windy and rain and it kind of a light bulb went off and i started looking at what was available for indoor play in this area and there just there wasn't much available you know, I had just exited from my last company. I was looking for something to do, and I started jotting down numbers and going through the business plan and what the revenue versus cost would look like. And then I slowly started pitching this idea to folks because the big challenge to me was that people were playing for free, right? Could you get people to pay for to play at a facility? Um, so I started pitching this idea to the folks that are in this pickleball league, and every week we'd go and play a different team and I'd pitch this idea of, hey, what if I open an indoor facility? Would you be willing to pay? How much would you be willing to pay? Uh, well, that makes sense. I mean, with any, anything that you are involved with or are passionate with, I mean, if there's a way to make it easier to do, and I, 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 I get the public courts. I mean, you sit there and you wait, you wait, wait, okay, are you done yet? Are you, you know, to, to try to get out there and get a court, whether that's tennis or even baseball or anything like that. I mean, if you have the ability to do it, and it's not unreasonable. I mean, let's face it, we're in a fairly affluent area right. um, that, you know, that can do that. I mean, when you see houses going for $12 million on the, you know, on the water, you got, you got to figure somebody can afford a couple of bucks for, for some pickleball time. But, I mean, again, this is you're looking at this as a fitness level. This is a fitness routine and a fitness regimen as well as entertainment. So, I mean, you know, if you're paying, you know, I know there's gyms that are, you know, several hundred dollars a month. Oh, man, yeah. The CrossFit gyms, it's, it's they're wild. It's 150 a month. Well, it's funny. I was reading an article about you all in the Baltimore Business Journal, and it doesn't seem like you're looking to slow down. And I did notice on, I would say, the website, which was Pickleball at the Dink initially, and that's going to change, I'm assuming. It will, but even if you go to that website, it'll route you to the new one. Okay. I did notice that the email address is info at thedinkusa.com. Yes, correct. So is there, is there is there an expansion under Yeah, you know, that's the back of your mind. That's that's was the ultimate plan. I really wanted to take the model that we deployed in the cannabis industry and and where we opened four labs in 4 years 
and mimic that business model here in the pickleball industry where we could have proof of concept and then quickly open other facilities at other locations. Um, I think we have kind of slowed down with that just because you're starting to see so many facilities open up. I think we really want to hone in and carve out our market and see what works and what doesn't work. So when we do go to duplicate in other locations, that we do it in a way that will last. Because this industry really reminds me a lot of cannabis where everyone's just piling in. And I think it'll be interesting to see how things settle, how the dust settles in three to four years. And we want to make sure that we move forward with a business plan that is certainly going to sustain. Well, I think you've got the opportunity to separate yourself from the competition. I do know that there's a couple like in Frederick or Montgomery County that are that I've, I've heard are opening up indoor facilities. And the experience and the service and I'll say the amenities, I mean, you've got a, a real good opportunity to set yourself apart. There's incredible loyalty. Uh, Edgewater Fitness people will be like, yeah, no, that place sucks. <laughs> Uh, and the Naples people are going, no, that place sucks. And, and I mean, but you've got the opportunity to turn around and really build that loyalty here. Everything that we're going to do is going to be rooted in customer service. We want to create a good experience, an unforgettable experience to everyone that comes through our facility. And that, that has to do with the facility itself, with the folks that are staffing the facility, and then also our instructors. You know, I was, I was lucky enough to be introduced to some of the, the most well-known instructors in this area and, you know, they're all going to be providing lessons, whether it's group or private at the facility. And I'm really excited about having them teach and instruct at the facility. I think they're going to be able to provide unparalleled service that you're not going to find anywhere else. It's not, it's not very hard to learn, is it? No, it's not. It's not. I mean, that's the beautiful thing about, about pickleball is that it's not like golf or tennis where you really have to put in a lot of time and even with golf, you know, a lot of capital resources to play um, pickleball it's easy you can get a paddle on amazon you can get a mid-range paddle for 100 bucks and you can go to a public court and play and it's that, that's the only equipment you need except for the ball right and the net and i mean uh, which is what you're what you're providing but i mean literally it's it's a paddle and a pair of sneakers correct yeah yeah do you call them sneakers or tennis shoes i go with tennis shoes yeah i go with tennis <laughs> shoes it may be a generational thing <laughs> I, I think it's a regional thing a regional thing i think yeah? it's a regional right. thing. where are you from maryland originally i am i am so i grew up in harford county i uh, went to falson high school and really have lived in Maryland minus two years for my entire life. Okay. Well, I mean, are you looking to, as you expand the put-away, are you looking to franchise this or are you looking to maintain or is that up in the air? Um, I think that's, we're probably not looking to franchise just because the brand that we are establishing, we really want to retain control over. And I think in order to do that, it's really it would be difficult and challenging to find franchisees that would put as much passion and, and emotion into it that our team would. So I think we would like to open up into other locations under our umbrella versus franchise. That speaks really well for the company and the, you know, the passion that you have, that you're not willing to allow a franchisee to be able to skimp, if you will. Absolutely um, not. We want our customers, if they go to the put-away in Severna Park versus the put-away in Frederick, we want them to have the same experience and be able to expect the same experience. 
What are the hours going to be on the put away? Do we know? Yeah. So right now we're looking at 8 a.m. to 10 p.m. Uh, Lots seven, of court time. Seven days a week. Yeah. I mean, every we want it to be open. I know groups that play before work, you know, at 5 a.m., 6 a.m. So we'll look at extending those hours if those groups need it. And then I know, you know, we started playing at 8.30 at night and we would play till the lights went off. So there's there's definitely a group of like middle-aged guys that put, put their kids down and then go out right. and play pickleball until the lights go off. That's cool. I'm not going to put you on the spot. I know you said we're opening in the summer and we all know how the county can work on this. But what is your tentative like target date? So the target date for now is August. And thankfully, and many thanks to St. John property, construction has gone smoothly. All the permitting has gone smoothly. My experience with the county has been great so far. I, I know others have not, but my experience with the county has been great. Um, so we're hoping to get open in, in August. You know, it's funny, St. John's property, uh, another business in town, Rehab to Perform, they've got several locations through St. John's property. And Josh said the exact same thing. He said, opening up this new location was just an absolute dream with St. John's property. You put it in, they came in, they built it out. It was on time. It was, the permits were done and it just sailed through. So I think that's probably with St. John, you got the right landlord. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's been a blessing. You know, our, our, our business model as we went out and started opening up other facilities was to hopefully purchase and develop land. But, you know, going through this process with St. John's kind of is making me rethink that because the process has just been it's been so easy. And, you know, managing subs and finding subs and managing the timeline, you you would have to hire a A project manager. Yeah, yeah, you would have to hire a project manager to do that. Is pickleballatthedink.com the best place to go right now? Yeah, pickleballatthedink.com. You can also find us on Instagram, LinkedIn, uh, Facebook, probably we distribute more communications through Instagram right now than anything, but I encourage everyone to go to our website and sign up for updates. Promise not to spam you. And you do have a sign up form on the website as well, which you're promised no spamming, no spamming. I hate, I hate getting spammed. Um, but what, what that'll keep you all the information on going up and everything else. Yeah, it'll do two things. So one thing we're running a promotion right now where we're giving away one free court, one free hour of playtime every two weeks to folks that have signed up in that period. So go ahead and sign up. And then another thing that'll, that'll give you access to is we will be releasing our pre-sale membership. So that'll be li- uh, issued in limited release, and that'll give you lifetime incentives that other folks won't be able to obtain. And uh, we will be issuing that first to the folks that have signed up through our website. And that that w- that will let you know exactly when it's when it's going to be opening up. And we're going to certainly be following this as well because this is exciting. I mean, this is a, a big facility. It's something obviously uh, that you told me has a big demand here in the county um, yeah. and and beyond. So this is exciting, and congratulations. Um, you have all your hair, I see. So you haven't pulled, haven't pulled it all out yet. So that's that's always a good thing. Wait, hold on. The big question is: Have you played yet? Oh no, not yet. Oh, you didn't even do like research before the. I know, the, I know, I know. <laughs> we gotta I get know. you out on the court then. But you, I, you, you know, have, come August, I'll get my I'll, I'll get my fat butt out on the court. I'm telling you, body, shape, size, and athleticism—it has nothing to do with it. And I think you'll you'll be hooked. You'll be hooked because you'll see yourself get better quickly. And at a pace that it'll just leave you wanting more. And that's what I think the, it's one of the greatest aspects of the sport. All right. Well, then I'll put you back on the spot since you threw, threw it back to me. On a scale of 1 to 10, how good of a player are you? Oh, man. I mean, I think you have to take whatever anyone responds to this question and, and deduct a couple points off of it. But I would say I'm I'm, like, I'm a 3-0. I'm a 3-0. I'm right in the middle. Okay, so you're a 1 then. If I have, if yeah. I take a call. If I, okay, I got you. All right. We'll see, we'll see you in August, Tim. <laughs> Sounds good. Thanks. 
Thanks for listening to this week's Local Business Spotlight. Please make sure to visit ionanapolis.net for all your local news, events, and opinion. And in case you haven't already, please subscribe to the Ion Annapolis Daily News Brief, where we bring you all the day's local news direct to your phone, tablet, or computer in about 10 minutes. It comes to you at 6 a.m. every Monday through Friday, and you can subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.